bad bitch. Money count on me, cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Alphaway Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Alphaway Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right, there we go. That was Barbershop.talk. And I got to say, KC, as usual, the barbershop was popping. It was. It was. You know, so every time I say popping, I get to uh, laughing uh, because it's that saying they say on and popping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, uh, you know, my uncle's in the shop, you know, old school, old school. And that's what he said all the time. It was on and popping. <laughs> <laughs> so we dating ourselves a little bit on this airway today. Yeah, that's that. exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, audience, uh, just go ahead and forgive us. But today we're going to use the old term phrase, it was on and popping. But it was uh, uh, quite intriguing in the shop. But uh, I want to do a detour uh, in the beginning before we get to the shop conversation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Arthur, yeah. our artificial intelligence, uh, he always worked with Mr. Logic mm-hmm. right? and be trying to put his input into our show allegedly because King Cap have directed them to do so. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I, I think some shady behind the scenes business going on there. Yeah, I, I do too. I think they got something going on. And you know, and I'm still trying to work on my new contract. And I think they're trying to, uh, they know I'm worth a lot of cash, right? <laughs> that what it is? Yeah, I think they kind of prevent me from getting hey, my contract. Hey, I'm right or die, but you're on your own on that contract. I got mine's done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, Arthur, uh, I know you got a lot to say today, so we're going to have you start off the episode. So what's up? Hello, J-Rod and KC. You both have provided some great insight and wisdom over several <laughs> I love episodes. the compliments. I love the compliments. And uh, uh, he said that we uh, provided wisdom mm-hmm. over several of our episodes. Huh. I like that. Go ahead, Arthur. The topics have ranged from sports, to history, to politics, and even to life lessons. Several of your listeners have inquired about both of you, your history, experience, and more. So, could we use this segment to ask you a few questions? Wow, he got serious on us. Yeah. Uh, wow. I suppose we can take some questions. Uh, if, the, if the listeners want to hear information from us yes if it's just you crying no <laughs> all right listeners we have to say <laughs> well it looks like to me the listeners say like sure sure <laughs> well that side of the house wasn't so enthusiastic at the first but okay 
All right. Now I know for a fact with Arthur, you're going to put some parameters around it. So what is your parameter around us answer these questions, Arthur? I know you have some. You each have one minute and one minute only to answer the questions. No pontificating and slash or filibustering in other words, KC, can't act as normal. <laughs> I guess that was directed at you. <laughs> Again, I say. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, answer these questions. So, uh, all right. Let me see. Uh, okay, go ahead and tell us the, the very first question. We're ready for it. Okay, roll with it. If you could go back in time and meet yourself, what advice would you give a 10-year-old you? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to let you take that one first, Casey. It's going way back in time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Well, I think uh, the, the first thing I would tell myself is to to trust and believe in yourself and know that your hard work and sacrifice will pay off in the end. Because when you're young, it's hard to, it's difficult to see uh, how that uh, sacrifice and commitment to education, things like that will pay off. So I would tell myself that so that I would be even more committed to those ends than I was coming up. Oh, that's some great insight. That is some very good insight. You know, if, if I was, uh, uh, met a 10 year old me I actually have two pieces of advice to give them and I would tell him myself whatever you do follow these two very important advice I'm going to give you the first advice I would say J-Rod when you go to Indiana State University in Terre Haute Indiana uh -huh. you're going to meet a lady by the name of Angela Okay. Whatever you do, don't marry her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the first piece of advice. All right. Okay, all right. Now, the second piece of advice I would give uh, myself if I met myself at 10 is let myself know that is it is okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, now I have to put my brothers and sisters, I put us in this whole bucket. You know, we're very independent in the visual. And, mm -hmm. uh, um, we could do a better job of asking for help. Yeah. Somehow we we programmed to to do it all, mm -hmm. you know. And and in the long run, it is okay to ask for help. Yeah. Um, and I think if I can found on that a little bit, you know, culturally, we've come to think of asking for help as a sign of weakness, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's a sign of strength. When you know you need help for a specific thing, then you ask for that help so that you can get better or or move forward now this is not you know getting the cardboard sign standing on the corner asking for help. <laughs> right right but, right right but for example uh mental health when you know things are not right it's better to ask for help and get that help so you can move forward in your life than to be stuck there struggling you know uh for years to come right i, I agree matter of fact i was talking to my brother who's a year older than i was i was talking to him over the weekend and he made a, a couple of comments in that area. He was saying, like, you know, some he's very proud of all his brothers and sisters. But as a whole, one of the things that he wished we would have done better was to ask for help because we have a tendency not to do that. And I responded to him by saying, it may be a little late for us, but I hope we give that children 
that knowledge that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Uh, we also talked about a measurement of a true man is to know when to ask for help. Yeah. Because some people think I'm going to be a man and you got to do everything. And, and that's not the case. That's not the measurement. It's knowing when to ask for help. All right. So that is what I would give the, the 10 year old. The very first piece of that was the most important. So <laughs> remember when you go to college, cause you will. All right. Let's see what else that we have here. All right. Let's take this question here. Okay. Arthur, roll with it. What do you consider to be your greatest accomplishments? Oh, wow. Greatest accomplishments. Hmm. I'll let you take that one first, Casey. Okay. Well, you know, there are many accomplishments that you do throughout life that are significant or important to you. But if I have to say what's most significant or important to me, I'm going to say raising my kids to be uh, successful adults because uh, your kids are your legacy and you invest, you know, everything of you in them. And and so, you know, you want to make sure that your kids, uh, you know, end up being a healthy productive member of society. And, and when you do that, it seems to, to pale other accomplishments. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, and I do have to say, Casey, you did a fine job with your girls. You done a well, very fine, you, fine job with your girls. Not so much with the boys, but I did, <laughs> I did home runs with the girls. <laughs> because Casey don't have any boys. <laughs> but I do have to say that I'm pretty proud of my boys as well, but when I think of the word accomplishment, I think about something that a task or a challenge that you did not think that you can do, but you actually accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I'm, I'm going to frame it around in that category. And so when I do that, um, my biggest accomplishment is making it through my mother's uh, funeral. You know, she passed uh, last April and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through the funeral, uh, but I did. And in fact, um, I think I did everything that my mother would have wanted me to do, you know, because I, I even spoke on her behalf. And um, I was, again, I was very proud of my brothers and sisters because we came together as a, as a group. And I thought that the funeral represent the children that she raised. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you was at her funeral and you heard her children interact at the funeral, you would think that we was in our house at our kitchen table with our mother in there saying, you are so silly. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was my biggest accomplishment because that's something I did not think I was able to do. But through Christ, um, I received the strength to do that. And and I was at that service, J-Rod. And I do want to say it, it was a true homegoing service. And I didn't know your mother. But at the end of that service, I felt like I've known your mother all my life. That's how well y'all y'all family did representing her at that service. Well, I, I thank you on behalf of my brothers and sister and myself. Thank you for that comment. And that was our goal. So, yes. again, we accomplished that. All right. So let's see what else you have to have here. Arthur, Arthur, you can know us the inside of us because we tell you a lot of stuff today that we don't <laughs> wouldn't tell you. All right. Here we go. If you could meet someone from history. Who would it be and why? Mm. Lastly, it. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, okay. 
Wow, man, that's a tough one. There's so many, you got to narrow it down. Yeah. You want to go first with this one, or? Well, yeah, mine's a pretty pretty short, and and again, I'm gonna frame it right because uh, you know for a fact that uh, next weekend we're gonna be hosting or at least uh, um, uh, part of the Murph, Flanagan, Jones, and Walls family reunion. And so with that being said, the person that I would like to get to know better is not necessarily you read about in a history book. It's just more about my my family, and that is my grandparents' parents, my great-grandparents. Uh, I would just like to – I know my grandparents very well. And uh, three or four of their brothers and sisters I know because they lived in Indianapolis. But part of them, part of that clan went to Chicago and St. Louis. I just wish I had an opportunity to know my – grandparents, parents, and brothers and sisters a little bit more, yeah. to know a little bit more about me, who I am, where I came from. Um, so I would have to say my family above my grandparents and my yeah. grandparents' brothers and sisters a little bit better. Yeah, and that's always good. Um, I, I am going to pick a couple of historical figures, and I did say a couple because it was difficult for me to just narrow it to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's those couple, one is going to be Martin Luther King. Ooh, um, yeah. You know, he was such a public figure and he had to take, uh, you know, strong stances on so many difficult issues at such difficult times. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, to be able to have a private conversation uh, with him regarding a lot of the things he had to go through and deal with that we don't know publicly mm-hmm. and how he was able to, uh, uh, to muster the strength focus uh, to do the things that he did. Uh, I'm going to pick a sports figure. And that sports figure is Julius Erving. Uh, when he was a dominant player in the league is when I was an, a young, impressionable kid. And I always noticed that he handled himself uh, with such class and dignity uh, all the time, on the court, off the court, in the media, and uh and so I would just love to, to have a chance to just visit with him. Wow. Wow. All right. Those are two great figures. Mm-hmm. Two great figures. Well, I tell you what, I know that uh, I don't want time to slip away from us because I do know for a fact we want to talk about that topic in the barbershop about uh, uh, your man, Donald Trump. <laughs> but before we do that, we're going to go ahead and recognize our sponsors. <laughs> Hey, it's a party out in my head. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out the Way Studios. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom made t shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. 
All right, that was our sponsor. All right, you know something? We're going to go ahead and move right into our topics uh, of the conversation. And our big topic of the conversation was Donald Trump. And we was talking about the latest legal issues that he's involved in by taking all those classified or government document documents from the White House to his present uh, or private residency. Yeah, Mar a Lago. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, there's a lot of talk about it. Uh, just to bring our audience into the loop, is that uh, your former president, Donald Trump, uh, took some classified and some government documents from the White House to his home. Now, they did discover news big time in January when they said it was 15 boxes that they found. Uh, but Lord and behold, there was some additional boxes that uh, was located. Um, back in uh, June, he indicated that uh, he did not have any additional boxes. Come to find out he had 11 plus additional boxes stored away. And through his um, lawyers, he signed an affidavit saying, I have no more boxes. But somebody in his inner circle uh, have told the FBI, yes, he has some additional documents. Some of them are classified, and this is where they are located, and that's why they have the search warrant. Now, what's killing me, Casey, you give me some comments on that, is that I'm hearing on the news all this stuff about if it was classified or not classified. I hear the big lie that the FBI may have planted some stuff. Uh, but what, I, what I'm very disappointed is that they're not talking about the meat of it. The meat of it is that he stole some documents. Right. The documents are owned by the government. He and broke he took the law. Them. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, uh, he, he basically committed a federal crime by taking these uh, documents. And the fact that the, uh, the government, the Justice Department, worked with him for a year and a half so that they wouldn't have to come down to mm -hmm. this, this mm -hmm. sort of action to, to, to return these documents, and he still hasn't. Yep. Where are the Republicans that are speaking out, first of all, about the actual crime he committed? You right. know, it's a federal crime to take these documents. And a lot of these things uh, that he's taken are classified or highly classified which shouldn't be in his possession at all. I agree. And, you know, and it, and you stand to reason, what, what was the purpose that he has for these documents? You know, we know he likes to profiteer off of things that mm -hmm. don't belong to mm -hmm. him. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I hear a lot of these politicians standing up saying, you know, you know, it was a raid and, and the, the, the Department of Justice is wrong. Is that another? I don't hear him coming up talking about, hey, Donald Trump was wrong for spilling these documents. And yep. not returning them for over a year and a half when they were trying to work with him to bring them back. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to play a little clip of, uh, uh, of a, uh, I think it's Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham. When they asked him the question, now that they found out that some of those documents may have been regarding nuclear mm -hmm. and uh, some of those top classified. And I want you to listen to his answer. This is the question they asked him. Now that you know that some of those uh, documents was classified, what do you have to say about Donald Trump uh, having those uh, documents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was his response. <laughs> so it, it is totally, mm -hmm. totally 
amazing how they tried to defend it. But the more and more we get the, the truth out, uh, they start to back off a little bit. But you know something? I wonder, Casey, I really wonder, how many people are keeping up with this? I'm yeah. curious. I, I tend to think that people are aware of this, uh, this latest incident mm-hmm. because, one, uh, most media covers it, and that portion of the media that normally wouldn't cover it has to cover it because uh, Donald Trump himself made it a bigger story with his tweets and stuff trying to weasel out <laughs> or, yeah. or mischaracterize what took place. You know something? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious. I want to know about people in our community listening to us. So I'm just going to call somebody at random. We have these clientele lists from the barbershop. Okay. So I'm just going to call somebody at random and just have them tell me what they know of the latest Donald Trump news. And then we can find out if uh, people are aware of being, yeah, being motivated to educate themselves to empower themselves. So here we go. I'm just going to call this first person at random. Wow. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. Let's try a different uh, caller on the list. All right, all right. Look at that first caller didn't pick up the phone, so we are calling them at random. Wow. You know, they maybe listen to our podcast and don't want to pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Call has all right, we, we're going to try one more time with that person who I tried to call the first time, and maybe something was going on here. You know, we may not be able to talk to uh, the people. Hello? Well, well, hello there, and welcome to Barbershop.talk. How are you today? I'm good, and you? I'm doing excellent. I, hey, I tell you why we call them. We call them people uh, to find out what they know on this topic, and by George, that's why we call you. Can you tell us, what do, what do you, what is the latest saga? that you are aware of when it comes to our former president, Donald Trump? Oh, my Lord. You need to be in jail. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, I may agree with that, but why do you say that? <laughs> She's nothing but a liar, and they know it, and they ain't did nothing about it yet. Okay, I get that. I get that. Do, do you know his latest uh, legal troubles or what he just went through recently or going through? Somewhat. Um, I know that. Oh, I know that uh, they found all that uh, stolen stuff in his house. Yep. Yep. Those those documents. You're absolutely right. And that he is the. We know that's a lie. <laughs> well, yes, that is a lie. That. What do you think about him taking those personal documents to his private home? Anybody involved need to be in jail. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I appreciate your candidacy. Thank you so very much for responding. Uh, 
Uh, we're gonna let you go on your day, but we just call them people at random to see what their opinion and do they know the, the latest or recent news of Donald Trump? And it seems like you're on top of your game. All right, again, thank you for your input, and we may be calling Alrighty. you back soon. All right, all right, bye bye. Okay, let's try. Well, we we able to get a, a caller. Let's see if we can get another uh, client from the shop. Yeah, that'd be all right. Well, she was on top of her game, <laughs> she was very frank that he should be in jail. Hello. Welcome to Barbershop.talk. Uh, this is KC and J-Rod from Barbershop.talk, and we're just randomly calling folks, and we want to ask them a, a, a question to see if they're aware of a, of a particular issue that's going on in our community. Okay. Okay, so our question to you is, um, what is the latest saga that you heard regarding uh, former President Donald Trump, the latest issue? regarding former President Donald Trump? Uh, the latest issue I heard about was, uh, I'm more serious about the insurrection the, uh, on the Capitol building, that he led that and uh, he kind of covered it up. And also that he uh, threw his vice president under the bus. So oh, many oh. words. Uh, well, okay. Well, all right. We thank you for your participation in our, uh, our little impromptu survey. We're just trying to find out what information people have heard about Donald Trump recently. Thank you very much for participating on barbershop.talk. All right. All right. Let's try this other person. See what they had to say. Look like he was he was back on the January 6th stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what this person say. Yeah, hello. Hello and welcome to barbershop.talk podcast. How are you today? Yeah, hey. I, I tell you what, we call in the clients at random to, to get some information. So that's how your name came up, and that's how we call you. Are you willing to participate in our little survey here? I will be pleasure. All righty. This is what we asking our people. What do you know? What is the latest saga that our former president Donald Trump is involved in? His his recent legal matter. What do you know about that? What's the last thing you heard? I don't pay no attention to dude. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I can understand that paying attention to him. Do I, do you do you pay attention to the news and you do do you know what's going on with him right now? Nope. What's going on? You didn't like me. No. <laughs> well, the, the latest thing on the news is that this guy have actually stole some government documents, took some government documents from the White House and took it to his private home. And some of it is classified, top secret, and may involve nuclear. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, that's not too shocking. <laughs> you don't think that's very shocking at all, huh? No, that's not shocking at all. Coming from this character, yes, indeed. All right, now let me ask you this. If he happened to run for 2024, are you going to vote for him? I mean, I might think about it a little bit. I mean, you know, he's, he's trying to keep America great again. And so if he's trying to keep America great, I'm all about keeping America great. Okay. Huh. All right. All right, well, I tell you what, uh, all that great answer. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and we're going to finish our survey. But thank you very much for participating, and we may call you back on another episode. Make America great again. All righty. Okay. All right, Casey. 
What do you think? Very, very shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he said he made vote for him. Yeah. At first, he said he didn't keep up with He's him. He's not shocked that he would steal documents from the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I might vote for him again. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, at least he got an open mind. But anyway, what we was talking about really is just trying to find out what people uh, what they're keeping up with the latest right. news when it comes mm-hmm. to Donald Trump, because I think if, if the general public keep up what they know and how they've been exposed and he's such a criminal that they would take that to the voting box when it comes up in 2024. Yeah. And it was kind of a mixed bag there in terms of, uh, were they aware of the latest, uh, saga involving him? So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I expected there was, there would have been a, a, a much, much more broader, awareness mm-hmm. of what was going on with him yeah yeah because we have we have one person said they was aware of the documents the other person last time they was listening to it it was around january 6th <laughs> they knew about the january 6th stuff right right and not the latest and then the the other caller said hey I, i'm not I'm, I'm not not following it all not following it all so and uh uh i'm all about making america the great again <laughs> and if he can do it we do it you know we gotta call that guy back on another uh episode yeah and have dialogue with him because he's like he's a character all right. Well, let's say in that in our time, we better go ahead and log off here. So let me go ahead and try to close this. But what I'm doing that is a quick reminder that the uh, Murph, Flanagan, and Jones. I want to thank reunion. you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. That's right. On our right. favorite, on your favorite, favorite. podcast platforms. But again, I just want to go ahead and uh, uh, end it up with the uh, Murph, Flanagan, and Jones family reunion. And I know, Casey, you are going to be there. So we've got about another 15 seconds. Anything you want to add? Uh, I just want to say, let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go, go mob. mob.